if you saw it last night, great. Do not tell me the ending because I'm just about halfway through the last episode. And oh my goodness, how much has it gripped us all? Uh, Bodyguard kept us all on tender hooks, didn't it? As the series drew to a close last night. And it's just got everybody talking about it. 11 million people watched this. It's uh, um, peak. And um, apparently the Met, the Metropolitan Police, say the show's prompted a surge of interest in counter-terrorism policing, which surprises me because <laughs> you think about put you off wouldn't you uh, thousands of people accessing the Met's police recruitment site since the series started and um, very exciting times it seems for the Met's Deputy Assistant Commissioner Lucy Dorsey who oversees the close protection unit as uh, the way they describe bodyguards or was it really like then to be a close protection officer uh, Alex Bomberg is CEO of Eastington based Intelligent Protection International hello good morning to you Good morning, Anna. Good morning. Hi. Dare I ask you, did you watch it? Don't give the ending away, please. Um, I have seen half of last night, just like yourself, actually. Yes. So I haven't seen it all yet. Is it like all these things that when you... when I, me, I used to play the violin, and every time you'd see somebody playing, so say, playing the violin on the screen, you go, oh, for goodness sake. Or if somebody's doing a radio show on the screen, you think, no, 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 they'd never do that. Do you watch it with pain, or is there is there something that you think, oh, do you know what, there's something in this? It's a good drama, and I'll say that I'll say that much. It is a good drama, but I would also say that, from a sort of corporate point of view, uh, let alone a police point of view, yeah, it's pretty much made up. You know, the relationships on screen that you see wouldn't be there. The, the close protection officer wouldn't be involved in any investigations that would be going on the side. I'm pretty sure of that. And the, the personal relationship that he had with the principal that is very, very extremely rare because it's completely unprofessional, of course. Yes, and the principal is the sort of the name given to the person that you're protecting. It does happen, though, occasionally. It, it does sometimes. happen. So there's <laughs> quite a few historical cases of this, including Princess Diana, who who allegedly had a relationship with her bodyguard, who later uh, was killed in a, in a road traffic accident himself. So there are some pretty good examples of uh, where where it's gone wrong where obviously these things they, they shouldn't happen um, but you just don't cross the line you know we employ bodyguards around the world and god forbid i would hate to think that one of our close protection officers would have a um, a relationship with the principal because they're just not there to do that no and when you think about the whitney houston film the bodyguard that was exactly the same thing wasn't it as that you know stepping over the line but the point is that it is it's an interesting dynamic isn't it you're there in very close proximity to somebody in all aspects of their life you see them in all different ways and means and, and circumstances but almost invisible you're meant to you know you're not meant to see but you are seeing everything aren't you privacy this is one of the reasons actually why you see a lot of celebrities and vips don't actually have the level of security they should have because one of their major concerns is, pri is, per is privacy. As a bodyguard, you're, you're exposed to every single thing that that person does in their life. Everything. And you have to have a very close relationship with the person that you work with purely because they need to be able to rely on you. And that's, you know, when the chips are down, when there is an incident, they need to be able to know that they can turn around and you are there. They will know exactly that your deal with the situation. But of course, you're looking at the, the bodyguard, the BBC series. If you've had an incident, you really, you've failed in your job because as part of yourself and your team's job is actually intelligence gathering, reading, 
reading what's going on and ensuring that, that you don't have any incidents. Yeah, and that's a lot of pressure. Right, hang on there, if you will, because this is this is gripping us in the same way that it's gripping the series. Right, we'll find out more in just a moment uh, from Alex. Alex Bomberg is CFO of Eastington-based, I know, Eastington-based Intelligent Protection International and is on the phone with me. And you, uh, you know, recruit and deploy bodyguards. I mean, royals, business people all around the world, don't you, Alex? We do, yeah. We've got offices around the world. We're also the only UK company to be certified to provide bodyguards in France as well, which was quite a big thing to get for us uh, last year. Yeah, absolutely. So what would you look for in somebody you wanted to take on or de- deploy as a bodyguard? What, what would they have to have personality-wise or skills-wise? So it very much depends on the on the client. It's such an individual thing. So we are, um, because we're an international company, we mainly specialise in operatives who speak different languages, who who are used to international travel. Because let's be honest, not everyone is. We look for for all sorts of different skills in in bodyguards. Most of them are trained in first aid. In fact, all of them have to be in in the UK anyway, but overseas, not necessarily a uh, requirement, but it's something that we do as a company. So you'd find that they were trained to quite a high level of first aid. Most of them are ex-military or police, so they have a lot of underlying fundamental skills anyway. But communication, actually, in diplomacy is probably the, the biggest skill set we look for. So, you know, like I said before, if you have an incident, many times you've actually failed in your duty because you should be reading what's going on and making sure that the client isn't put in danger in the first place really yeah reading the room observation skills all of that is is more more important than than bulk and being you know hefty and a big bruiser it, it is absolutely what you really didn't see in the bodyguard is don't really work on your own as much as you you saw there you very it's very much a team team effort even if that's background intelligence stuff or or planning it's it's very much a team effort and you do work as a 16 hours as a team although the the principal would have a uh, a personal protection officer that they work with most of the time normally that'd be shared between a couple of people yeah, because, I mean, it'd be long hours, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, I suppose it, it is long it, hours. That is inevitably part of it. Yeah, I mean, most of the guys that work for us work, will work easily a 12-hour day. You wouldn't want to maintain that for too long as for, for one person. That's that's why you work as part of a team. Yes, so. and, and you say guys, but, I mean, obviously, are there women? Lots of women, yes, yeah. So we we use women um, for certainly for Middle Eastern clients. They obviously um, culturally they they ask for um, females to look after their females, but also women. See, female bodyguards are uh, well sought after because they they offer a completely different dynamic to the team. And of course, if you've got a female client that you're looking after. Uh, or, or even children. A, a female can obviously go into a female toilet where a male can't do that, so that needs covering off straight away. But a female gives a different dynamic, a lot of a softer, much softer edge to a close protection team. I also think that women see things or read people differently to a man. I might suggest better than a man, but I mean, you know, maybe that's, that's just me. But I do think w- women have a different perception of you know, what's going on. I think they do. I think I think women have a have a good perception of risk. Do read things differently. So uh, you know, having having women as part of a close protection team that is uh, the right thing to do because when you build a close protection team, you've you've got to build it around the client. It's got to be the right person for that client. And if a woman isn't suitable or an Asian person isn't suitable for that client, you, you know, then simply they're not part of the team. 
Yeah. How, how, is it good paid work? It's da- it can be dangerous work, can not it? Uh, it can be dangerous work, <laughs> but the, the pay is, you know, in the UK is around about from sort of 150 up to 350 a day. And that sounds like a lot of work, but, you know, most of these guys at work and girls at work are self-employed. So, you know, they might only find themselves working 10 days a month or maybe not even that. It just, just depends. It can be very, very highly paid work. You, can, you could earn a, easily 100000 a year if you, if you have the skills. Wow. So are you expecting a, a flurry of calls now? Maybe you already get them. I don't know. Um, we've ha- we've seen a lot of, of activity on our website and we have had a lot of calls about people wanting to become a bodyguard. But people need to be realistic. Like any any form of life, not everyone's suited to this type of work. And certainly just if, if you're into your fitness and you're a big guy or a big girl or you think you've got the sort of frame to be a bodyguard, that doesn't necessarily make you a great bodyguard. Some of the best bodyguards I've seen are not big guys. They're, you know, racing snakes, as we call them, guys who are quite thin. And it's all about intelligence, really. Yeah, and and, and not standing out too much, I suppose, as well, because you know, that part yes. is being, yeah, is, is, you know, taking a, a low profile. Well, how interesting is that? Thank you so much. Really good to speak to you. There you are. I think you've got what it takes. Uh, you can find out more at intelligentdatchprotection.co.uk, international company, but based right here in the county of Eastington. How random is that? intelligent-protection.co.uk. I was speaking to CEO Alex Bomberg there.